New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Bank of mom and dad. That's what. No, in our house it's just bank of dad. Or yes, yesterday I said to my kids it was the bank of dad, dad Derica or something like that. I made I made my kids. I printed out a little credit card that said bank of dad on it. Yeah. Because every, every day, every yeah. day. That's what it is. So it, you, you, that might be small scale because your kids are you know teenagers. But uh, you know once they get into their twenties or thirties, and then mom and dad are looking at how much their uh, value of their home has gone up, how much maybe their investments have made, um, you know, what they've been planning on doing at the house, whatever it is. And they're looking at how am I going to be able to keep my kids? Because the kids are saying this, either I rent and I never own, or I move to Thunder Bay or Winnipeg or something like that. Yeah. And then the parents start thinking, well, I'll never see my grandkids then. Yeah. So, no, I want you to live in this neighborhood. So I'm going to give you some of your inheritance early. Yeah. Here's a couple hundred grand. There's your down payment. Go and buy yourself a house. You need me to co-sign? No problem. There you go. But this is, this is 5% of the people. I'm just saying it happens a lot. It happens a lot. No, listen. It yeah, happens a is, lot around here. This is common. This is this oh, is yeah. almost every person that I deal with at some level. Like you're, you're on some level. You're on the teenagers. I need some money for sports and, 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 and Everything. video games and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But once they get a little bit older, everybody, university, right? So, okay, now you're sure. in your 20s. School, school costs money. All right. Well, now you're looking at starting your own life. What do you need from me? And and I'm and I witness it all the time. So yeah. I know it's happening big time. Yeah. Yeah. So things are things are on the up and up. Uh, the demand is going to be as long as interest rates are going to stay low, and as long as the economy stays the way it is, those interest rates aren't going up. So it means it that it can't as long go as up at least for two years. I mean, they already promised us that they're keeping them this low for two years. Exactly. So how can prices go down? If everybody can afford to pay more today, just buyers, right? buyers have to just disappear, right? Dr- just can, dry how can, up. How can prices go down if everybody can walk into the bank and get a 1.65, like you said, interest rate? Let's call it under 2%. Yeah. You can get under 2%, right? To buy a property where historically real estate has always outpaced inflation, right? Historically, real estate market has always outpaced the stock market, Right. So it's like you're going into the safest investment you can possibly think of to be able to keep your money because right now saving money is hard. So paying off the mortgage instead of somebody's rent by going into something that is basically free money on the interest that is you know, historically appreciated more than anything else that you could end up throwing your money in. And most important, it's going to be a roof over your head right? It, it, that someone can't sell. Yeah, and it has to go up just through inflation. Like, there's no option. When you print this much money, you can't stop inflation from happening. And the absolute, like, there is no historical data that doesn't support this. When inflation is running rampant, hard assets go up with it. Yes. No matter what. Like, you can't. Toronto real estate. 
Toronto Real Estate. And the best part about a mortgage is this. I'm signing a mortgage right now. Let's say I'm signing a mortgage for what we said, half a million, okay? So I'm getting a half a million dollar mortgage. Sounds like a lot of money. But when they start throwing amortization periods out of 25 years, and I know I'm, I'm a 25-year-old person, so I'm like, okay, in 25 years, I'll be 50. And maybe I'm going to end up refinancing or doing something else so I can buy a cottage or whatever else too. I'm going to be paying off that debt when I'm 60, okay? The debt of today with the money of tomorrow, right? Imagine going back in time, okay, and asking someone to get a $500,000 mortgage 30 years ago. They would be like, are you nuts? Yeah. Are you crazy? What are you going right? to buy? 18 houses? How many houses does somebody need? So when I've got that money going into, um, when, I'm pay- when I'm paying off a debt, which is why the government takes on, on debt, because they realize that with the growth of the GDP, they're going to be paying off that debt uh, in the future when their money is less expensive. So that debt becomes less expensive by the longer you carry it, right? And that's the same thing with a mortgage. So you know, I have no problem paying off that debt to you in 25 years because chances are I'll be a millionaire and, and I'll probably be below the poverty line, <laughs> you know? So that's how money, you know, inflation works, right? So um, definitely real estate, hard asset, get into it one way or another. And right now with cheap money, it only makes sense to get into the real estate market. What else are you doing with the money? T- tell me one other place that you're putting the money that's um, not as volatile <laughs> as right. uh, the stock market. And uh, that you're going to be, you know, secure with. There's nothing else secure right now. It's crazy. Like even, I mean, you could say there's some stocks that are secure, but uh, Trump just wiped out a whole bunch of tech companies. I'm pretty sure with what he did last week. Things things are changing all over the place. It's going to be so interesting. And then yep. so you see the states are giving everybody the fu, and Canada's like. Like, come here. Yeah. You yeah, need you excited. you need jobs. We got jobs. You you want to be in tech? Like, come on we in. Have we have high skill jobs out out the out the you know. It's 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 absolutely amazing. So I mean, we got a little bit of time. I think uh, employment would be interesting to talk about because that we've reduced the deficit again from the pandemic. We added like another. Uh, I forget how many jobs it was actually, but that's good news. 419,000 jobs were added again in July, still, but we're still 1.3 million short. Yeah. We're still down. Employment rate is still up. Employment and, rate yeah. is still definitely up, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's going in the right direction and yeah. now we've actually opened up. I don't think there's any data with stage three in it. So the employment numbers technically should keep getting better. Theoretically, we should all have jobs in the next month, right? There should be enough to, to go around in the no, next I month. I mean, there's lots of sectors that are going to be operating at 50, 60, 70%, but a lot of more people should definitely be having jobs. And I mean, like I'm hiring for a business that I started during the pandemic. I'm sure I'm not alone. I have yeah. a, actually my friend that was here last night, he's hiring people for his, he says his business is booming. My father-in-law, he's closing his store. His business has never been better. He's having like a retirement sale. He's making yeah. more money than he's made in the last few years. Yeah. Right? The, um, yeah. The, uh, trades. Trades are, are busy. Everybody's uh, Trades everybody's are busy. busy. It's restaurants. Restaurants are just restaurants and entertainment venues. Just hammered. In, in Montreal, I waited in line for an hour for a restaurant. And, and was everybody six feet apart? No. Wow. 
It was just a regular. Montreal's different than Toronto. Montreal just had a crazy rally for like no masks or. Yeah, so it it was a full restaurant, normal capacity, um, all you can eat sushi, and uh, I waited an hour. I mean, it was a great place. I really wanted to go. We didn't have anywhere to go, and there was live entertainment on the street while you waited. So I thought, okay, you know what? This is this is acceptable. I was tired of walking. So, yeah. So I, you know, some restaurants. I hear you. Um, Toronto for sure. Lots of lots of people struggling, but I know that there's lots of other um, places in in uh, in Canada that are doing well, and that's going to help with the economy yeah. and the uh, and and the employment growth. I was I was watching a guy from the states who's a like top consultant in the restaurant industry, and it's 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 amazing when you think of any industry, all of the like offshoots that are affected from it, and like all of the supply chain, like just the the reach of all these things are amazing but restaurants i you know the guy brought up some really interesting points like one in three people in their lifetime has a job at a restaurant right i had i had i had many jobs at restaurants (laughs) like like lots of jobs at restaurants i did everything at restaurants um it's the number one employer of single mothers single parents but they said single mothers but like just the um, there's like there's entire towns that are built around producing like cucumbers for an industry for 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 restaurants you know like towns can get decimated by this thing you have so many people relying on the food industry it's crazy it's going to be really interesting to see how like the balance ends up as industries take off during this and industries get destroyed during this because there's going to be like this balance inflection point you know where things meet back up at a, what, what was normal but they just look totally different like numbers are similar right yep but they yep. it's just like where the hell did that business come from that's employing yep. like half a million people already uh anyway so that was cool we got and we are in a technological revolution right now like People don't understand. People how don't much get it. It's changed in the last three months. It is insane. insane. Every business touchless. Every business relying on more tools. And and you know I'm I'm a I'm a half glass full kind of guy. So to me, the pandemic has been an amazing amazing, amazing gift for us to um, push technology further, to have more access to tools, to give people yeah. uh, comfort and confidence that that particular technology is going to be functional and practical for that application and their job, whatever it is, they trust it. Yeah. And trusting technology is the first step to using technology. So that's been a huge change for every single generation on this planet. Sure. And, and it's like, it's like when, when these smartphones first came out and the, like my parents and your parents yeah. and the, the, the grandparents, even though that, that were still and alive, years. was like, are you crazy? I'm never touching that thing. I remember yeah. seeing guys in business that were like, you know, in their sixties going like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to stick with my flip phone. And, and we know somebody that actually did, but everybody else is on a smartphone. Right. Everybody and so, so this just increase the pace of so many people's comfort online and with technology so drastically so quickly that like like try finding a warehouse you know to in toronto or anywhere near here to buy right now right that's near a, a major highway or or any good transit route right like forget it 
It's insane because everybody needs somewhere to store stuff to sell online. Like everybody. Exactly. And, and then I saw, I saw an interesting commercial on TV for a pizza place where they were like, listen, uh, once that thing goes in the oven, we don't touch it. Nobody touches it. We, we take the scooper, it comes out of the, the oven, we put it in the box, we close the box, nobody touches it again. Yeah. Right. But this is, and you're starting to see commercials with people wearing masks and like, you can kind of tell they're smiling under their masks. It's like, it's so weird. It's so crazy. But we were, we were driving around the other day and I said, this is what, you know, Asia has been like for years. People just walking around with masks like it's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to sound racist and I'm not meaning this in any negative way, but like. Even over the last decade, if you saw an Asian person in Toronto wearing a mask, it was just like, oh, right? It was like, oh, they're wearing a mask. But now I kind of understand. Like they, in Asia, they've been dealing with a lot of stuff like this for a long time. And it's not only pollution that they're wearing the mask for. Like they're afraid. They've been, I heard this crazy thing and I actually saw it. There was a show on Netflix that's all about a pandemic in China called the coronavirus, like it's on Netflix now. It was made like three, four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm not getting all conspiracy, but like they've just been dealing with like weird viruses for a long time. And it's just going to be normal here now. I know. Let's let's wrap this up, Daryl. I got to I gotta run. I got to get out of my by 11. But um, the, the, the market growth, okay? It's We're on track. We're on track. We're doing, we're doing well right now. Toronto's doing great. We're, we're avoiding that uh, collapse of the market that everybody fears. We're, uh, you know, nobody wants to see the prices grow to a point that people can't afford. Uh, but there's lots of people who have got their retirement savings in these homes. And, uh, you know, they can't afford to lose, uh, you know, a huge amount of equity. The government can't afford for a housing collapse. They're not going to let it happen. And in Toronto, we're very, very lucky. We're only going to have more demand. We only have more people wanting to come here once this pandemic settles down. Um, you know, prices are going to continue to boom. And in fact, the Toronto Real Estate Board has, has been an advocate of this. We lack supply. We lack supply in Toronto of housing, of affordable housing, of detached housing, everything, multi residential housing, you name it, we lack. So, uh, well, and, you know, and so that's good because council voted last week to, um, do a study now on increasing the density inside the neighborhoods. Great. Which we were laughing at that last week, that like this will never happen. I mean, it may still take 30 years. Yeah, yeah. They've, had, they've had multiple uh, studies, uh, you know, looked at in the past. So uh, let's just see what happens. If council doesn't change by the time the study's done, maybe something will happen. They, remember the studies on the subway? I mean, how many times have they done that? I am I am coming from a perspective where I want to believe that this will happen sooner than later. So don't ruin it for me. Okay. Thank let's you. Uh, let's wrap it up. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you during the week. And um, thanks it, a lot for having me again. This has been great. It's a wrap. I know that uh, the show's the show's a success. It is a resounding success when both your nieces si- subscribe simultaneously. We know yeah. we have hit a nerve in the city. Everybody I see, uh, if they have their phone out, I'm like, listen, go on to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Let's oh go. my God! All right. I'm, I'm organic. <laughs> You're very organic. All right. Have a good one. Okay. See ya. I'll talk to you.
New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.